When I was 13, my grandparents gave me a Bible, and in it they wrote, um, you know, my name and the date, and then they also just put um, a little reference to Proverbs 3, verses 5 and 6. And ever since then, those verses have been, um, you know, among my favorites. (laughs) There's so many favorites, right? But um, they've been among the top of my favorites, and they've been kind of guiding verses for me. And they say, trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding in all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. Um, at least that's what it says in the version that I memorized. So, but I've been pondering these two verses and kind of mulling them over in a couple other, um, translations One being the Passion Translation, where it says it like this, Trust in the Lord completely, and do not rely on your own opinions. With all your heart, rely on Him to guide you, and He will lead you in every decision you make. Become intimate with Him in whatever you do, and He will lead you wherever you go. And then one more, (laughs) um, the message. It says, Trust God from the bottom of your heart. Don't try to figure out everything on your own. Listen for God's voice in everything you do, everywhere you go. He's the one who will keep you on track. Um, I love this verse because it's very reassuring to me. Um, I love the, the different translations because I think they just paint such a beautiful picture, talking about intimacy and your connection with the Lord and trusting Him from the bottom of your heart. Um, and one reason that, that these passages or this these verses speak to me, I think, is because um, I don't think they're talking about, you know, stop before you do anything, paralyzed with fear (laughs) that you're not going to make the right choice, you know, and, and stress out to make sure that you end up doing what God wants you to do. Um, But rather the opposite, the beautiful picture of trusting him, staying connected to him intimately, but trusting him with all your heart so that as you go throughout life, you're listening for his voice, but you're also trusting him to guide you. You're not worried, but instead you're staying connected. And so you're just continuing forward, knowing that he is going to be guiding you. Because, you know, sometimes he is going to guide you with his voice and he's going to speak to you and he's going to tell you something and and you're going to move forward based on what he said. But a lot of times I think you're just going to be moving forward and having to trust that he is with you and that he's guiding you, that he's protecting you, that he's opening up the right opportunities, that he's closing the wrong ones, that he can see things (laughs) way beyond what you can see but that he is intimately connected to you and with you on your journey so you don't have to be afraid, but instead just stay connected and trust that he'll speak to you, that he'll teach you how to hear his voice, that he'll speak to you when necessary, um, but that, that that you can continue moving forward. I've been pondering that recently because, you know, life is just crazy, (laughs) As I'm sure you're aware, um, you know, it's such a strange thing because there are so many complicated aspects to life and yet things at the same time 
are so simple and and I've just been conscious recently of how much is out of our control. You know, I started doing this podcast, choosing happily ever after, because I firmly believe that we have so much power and so much choice in who we become and where our lives end up. Um, and I do firmly believe that's true. But I also recognize and know that there is so much of life that is out of our control, that there are so many aspects that we don't get to dictate. Um, but the thing about that. <laughs> is that the most important things we do get to choose. The most important things um, about our journey really do, I believe, <laughs> um, have to do with, with how we see things and the way we respond and, um, and learning how to journey along in this crazy life where there are so many things that are uncontrollable and unknowable um, that can be so scary, that can be so discouraging. Um, but by choosing to journey along it in intimate connection with the Lord and trusting Him, like that makes all the difference. You know, we have recently, um, Jamie and I have had several people that we have known um, and and some people that we have, not known well, but maybe knew through other people or people that we know who have lost people. But we've had several people that have passed away unexpectedly um, in various degrees of connection to us. And, um, you know, that's a hard thing. <laughs> As you know, maybe, maybe you're listening to this and you're walking in that right now. We also have several friends who have not been given great diagnosis, medical diagnoses. And, um, and that's a hard thing to manage, to live with. You know, um, it was kind of crazy because, you know, several months ago now, our, um, our church had our grand opening of our new building. And it was, we did this revival week and it was amazing. And, there were salvations and there was, you know, some awesome times of prayer and worship and encounter. There were a bunch of people who got uh, healed and set free from things. And there was just like, it was crazy good. There was so much to be excited about. There was so much joy. And, you know, we had been building towards this thing and the Lord had done so many miracles to make it possible um, and it was so amazing, and I had so much joy and thankfulness. Um, but every <laughs> night that week, I found myself weeping when I was going to sleep because we had someone close to us that had just been given not great medical news. You know, I was praying for them, praying for healing, and especially as I'm seeing it happen, <laughs> You know, I'm praying for that, but there's still the grief that you go through and there's still the just trying to learn how to manage faith and at the same time walk in the reality of the hands that you've been dealt and or watch as you're, you know, seeing what is happening to people that you love and care about. And, um, you know, it's just it's 
it can make you feel a little bit like a crazy person, you know, to have so much faith and to be filled with so much hope and at the same time to be grieving. But you're not a crazy person. That's just the tension of a life of faith. You know, we aren't in control. There are a lot of things we can control, but we aren't in control of all the aspects of our story or the people around us, their stories, not even the ending. Um, But (laughs) the trick of how this is a good thing (laughs) is that the ending is in another's hands. You know, we can't control everything, but we know somebody who is in control. And I don't mean that God is a puppet master and he's up there and he's, you know, caused bad things to happen or given diseases to people or anything like that. But I mean that he is ultimately, as my husband would say, large and in charge and that he is with us and he is intimately connected with our lives and with our story and our journey and that our lives and our story are so much bigger than what we see and what we know because we have a limited earthly perspective. You know, we're seated in heavenly places and we begin to see, but we have understanding like through a veil (laughs) where we're not seeing the whole picture completely. Um, And, and the story in its entirety is so much better than anything we could dream up. It's beyond happily ever after. Uh, it's, it's just beyond anything that we could, we could dream up. So it's a good thing that we're not in control of all aspects. It's a good thing that we're on the journey um, and having to trust. And that is the most important thing I think that we can do. And I'm sorry I've been babbling, (laughs) but I'm just trying to share what's in my heart. And it's coming out a little raw. Um, But I've been pondering these verses and trusting the Lord and staying intimately connected to him because it's the only thing that we can ultimately completely control is the condition of our heart and where we're placing our trust. And when we trust in the Lord completely, something amazing happens, even in the tension and the craziness of life, you know, and what happens is that the lack of control that we feel doesn't matter, (laughs) that we begin to go on with our lives, trusting the Lord. And as we do, we let go then of the things that we can't control, but we continue our journey. But now on our journey, instead of trying to control or reacting with rage and anger and fear at the things that we can't control or things that aren't working the way they're supposed to be or the tragic circumstances that were never supposed to happen, um, instead, we have peace ruling our hearts instead of fear. We have faith dictating our steps instead of confusion. Though we still grieve, we grieve as those with hope, which is a completely different type of grief. That grief still can feel crushing us, crushing to us, but it's not actually going to crush us. We're going to come out the other side victorious because of Jesus. And so we grieve and we grieve with hope. 
And we also find unexpected beauty as we're going, you know, because we're able to let go, we're able to trust, and then we're able to see the beauty in our journey. You know, I recently had someone that had asked me about, um, actually a couple of people, who asked me about my journey having kids um, because they were are close to people who have lost had miscarriages and um and they know my story and know that I've gone through that you know quite a few times and so they were just asking me you know how to help this the person that they know or for words to say and I actually get asked this pretty frequently and the thing about it is is that there are definitely ways that you can be supportive and that you can love someone. And, you know, there are things you should not say <laughs> to them in that, that circumstance, but that's not the focus of this. Um, but, but each time I'm asked that question, I have a hard time answering because the thing about it is that it's such a personal journey and that it's such a sacred journey for me because This was a journey between me and the Lord and my husband and myself that we, that we went on together and there was pain (laughs) in each loss. There were, you know, dark days. There was times of confusion, of not understanding, of wondering why. Um, But in my journey, when I look at it now, I see so much beauty. Now, I don't mean that I would choose that journey or that I would recommend it to anybody, but it is so clear to me the Lord's continued goodness and kindness to me. And I was trying to, I've tried to explain a couple times, and I don't know if it ever has made sense, but when I had my first miscarriage, I had to make the choice to continue to trust the Lord, to continue to praise Him, to make the choice. You know, there was more than one occasion when I would be, you know, in like a church service, for example, in a time of worship and, you know, at home too, in my own private time with the Lord, but where I would be in a a worship service and I would just be weeping tears of grief and yet making the choice to choose to worship the Lord and declare praise to him in the midst of my pain and feeling like he didn't come through and not understanding why. But by the end, by my last miscarriage, this crazy thing had happened in my heart where I was not having to choose to worship the Lord, but the worship was just coming out anyway because I had grown so much in my intimate connection with him Because I had seen so much of his goodness and his beauty that when something bad happened, I didn't question it. I don't question it. I know he is good. I know that he is faithful. I know that he is trustworthy because I have experienced it. I have seen it with my own eyes time and time and time again. So you will never convince me that the Lord isn't good, that he's not faithful, that he's not with me. So by the end of my journey, this thing had happened, you know, where 
I wasn't having to make the choice to worship him anymore. I was worshiping him because he was worthy of worship. Now, could that have happened in a different way? (laughs) Did I have to go through that journey for that? I'm sure it could have happened in a different way, but this just happened to be my journey. You know, same way that I didn't question trusting him. That at the beginning, I had to continue to make the choice. Yes, Lord, I'm going to trust you. I don't feel like trusting you. (laughs) Like, I don't understand this. I want to make a different decision. I want to make a different choice. But at the end, I knew, like, it wasn't even a question. Like, not even in the deepest place of my heart. Like, yes, not like, not just I'm trusting you because it's the right thing to do, but you are trustworthy. There's no one else I should put my trust in. There is no one else that I should look to. You are the only thing worthy of my trust, of my affection, of my praise. That was the end result of my journey. Obviously, I'm still on a journey with the Lord, but but that portion of it. And I would not trade that for anything. Again, you don't have to go through my journey to do that, but I think that's the point of the journey, is that it's about learning to trust the Lord. It's about staying intimately connected with Him. It's about trusting His ways. It's about trusting that the end is in His hands and that even if we can't see it, even if we don't understand, (laughs) that someday we will and we can hold our peace until then because we know that He's going to make it work out. We know that it's going to be above and beyond. When we get to the place where we can trust him, it doesn't take away all of our problems. (laughs) It doesn't make us have everything all figured out. But it changes us so drastically because of the way we live, because of the condition of our hearts. Because we have peace, because we have faith, because we have hope, because we trust in him. You know, because we... We do those things, we see unexpected beauty, and our lives just take different, they take shape differently. Even the same circumstances just end up different (laughs) because this is the place that we're coming from. You know, I don't know what the rest of my life will hold. I don't know what yours will hold. I don't know where you're at right now. So I hope that these words while maybe they're challenging to you, I hope they don't feel unkind. Because if you're in a place of grief, (laughs) know that I'm not saying you shouldn't be grieving. But I hope that you are grieving with hope. I hope that no matter where you're at in your journey, whether it's that you are, you know, you've come through enough and you're in a place where you know and you have that trust and that faith because you've walked with the Lord in those dark places and you've seen his goodness or if you're in the place where you're having to make a choice you know that you're having to say lord i trust you you know i don't know what the rest of my life will hold and i'm not saying that i automatically know i'm always going to be in this place there may be days and sometimes there are emotionally when i have to go back and just choose to trust because i know it's the right thing not because it's my emotional state but I have no doubt that it will be the right choice to make. And I hope that whatever the rest of my days contain, 
that I have that, that I will respond with grace and with faith, that I'll make the choice to continue trusting the Lord and staying in that intimate place with Him. And that as I do, I know that I will see the beauty that the world contains. I'm just going to close with a story. I know that this has been a little long, (laughs) so I hope it's not too much, but um, it's short. So several years ago, you know, our family, I've shared stories about us traveling and um, we were on a month long road trip and we were in California going through Sequoia, Sequoia National Park and Kings Canyon. And um, for a lot of the trip, we had arrangements for where we were staying. And then for some of it, we just left it up in the air because we kind of wanted to be able to to figure it out as we went along and have the freedom of that. Um, So we're in Sequoia and it's just breathtakingly beautiful. One of my favorite places on earth, hands down. Um, So please be praying for their trees to survive the fire. Side note, (laughs) that's been happening out there, but it's just, it is a magical, amazing, beautiful place. Um, Such a great place to just even be connected to the Lord. And we were out there and just soaking it all in. And there was this spectacular sunset, just so beautiful um, that we got to see. And then we're going to drive out of the park. Now, (laughs) this is a mountainous area. There's windy roads um, that we're going to have to be driving in as it's starting to get dark. And so we decided um, that we would rather stop and see, you know, we thought it was a long shot, but see if there was any places available. They have like, uh, they have some different lodging options within the park. And anyway, I'm giving you too many details, but the point is, (laughs) is that because we made the decision to take in this sunset, to be in the moment, to like, we just knew there was something really special about this. Um, (laughs) Then we ended up staying at this camp within the park. And we ended up staying two nights because maybe three nights, it doesn't matter. But the point is, one of our favorite memories, hands down from every single person on that trip, it was such a special, amazing thing. We loved it so, so, so much. And it was because we just decided to stay on the journey in that moment. And I know that this doesn't seem like it's connected to what I was talking about before, but there was a moment that I felt the fear of it's going to be night and we're going to be on these windy roads (laughs) and this is not a good idea and we need to get out of here. And the still small voice saying to me, like, just trust me, take in this moment, there's something in this, and having to choose to be present on the journey, and trust that something was going to work out. You know, there's times when you do just have to get off the mountain, (laughs) darkness is coming, get someplace else, there's someplace for you to be. But a lot of our journey, I think, if we will just be in touch with that still small voice, be present in the moment, trusting him, then 
it's amazing what beauty our life will open up to. All right. I hope that this is encouraging to you, something in this. But mostly, I hope that you um, that you leave this podcast feeling a little challenged and encouraged to make sure that your trust is in the Lord, that you are clinging to Him, that you are sticking with Him in intimacy and trusting Him to guide you. Because if you will do that, then you will see the fruit in your life of what a life connected to the Lord contains. The beauty, the joy, the peace, the hope, the confident faith. All right. Bless you guys. Thank you for joining me. Look forward to next time.